There it is. Okay, so now I can see now I can see super chats when they start coming in. So orientation lock. There was one super chat from Boris. Hello, Boris, saying I'm just here for the hot dicks. Now, this phone that you're wa you're watching it on my phone, and that phone will die at some point. This podcast will end because that thing has about fifty percent charge on it. So. It's just going to go away at some point. Now, as the chat keeps going up on the phone, does it disappear by the time it gets to the bottom of the chairs? Um, I think it does. Probably, yeah. 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 Mine is different in the sense that it's not a clear screen. But then again, I'm not full screen. If I were full screen, that would be. I gotcha. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, dude, respect to you. Got no idea what it's like being Mr. Regular. Yeah, I don't know what it's like either. Live from Poang Studios until Brian's phone dies. Yep, that's pretty much how it is. But I'm super glad that the microphones and yours is still over there because you're not mic'd up. Um, Porta State Jr. says, do you jelk? No. Oh, man, that's a term I haven't heard in forever. Yeah. It's like people like the whole idea of jelking is just jacking really, really hard. Or you're supposed to like have a death grip on the base of your cock and just like, you know, like you're trying to squeeze toothpaste out of it and that's supposed to stretch your dick longer. Ew. Yeah. I've seen people hanging weights off of it and trying to like, look, like stretch the skin. But I don't think that there's no way to get more dicks dick. Yeah. <laughs> you can't stretch. You, you, it's not going to like, it's not going to be like expansion joints in a, in a highway where you can just it, like the thinking is that somehow if you keep stretching your dick, your body will make more dick meat <laughs> and then you'll have a longer dick. I think what just happens is like you could stretch the skin, but whatever the penile tissue inside doesn't get any bigger or longer. It doesn't make more of it. I think at the very, very least you'll have a stretched out dick and then you can't get hard. Right. Ah, yeah. Uh, Joey, yeah. Joey's World Sewer asks opinion on foreskin restoration. Is that I a think thing? that's the same thing. I think it's just people like, like hanging weight off their dick, Ew. and then uh, the idea that you stretch more foreskin out. I don't why. No, like I don't get it. I mean, nowadays, like you won't get a disease. Like if you're uncut, you're gonna be fine as long as you wash your goddamn dick. Yeah. And then you won't get dick cheese. So, and I guess sex is better because your dickhead isn't hanging out and getting like all sandpapered up from, you know, underwear and stuff. Well, and it's also like, well, at least with when you're uncut, it's when you're like going in raw and then you're just not washing it and all that bacteria just sits in there. Oh, and right. That's yeah. Where, like, the unpleasantness manifests. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna need water. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I used to watch a lot of Talk Sex with Sue, which was sort of this Canadian love line type show, where it's this old lady who was kind of a nurse, I, but I don't think she was like a nurse nurse. Maybe she was like a nurse practitioner or something along those lines, but yeah, just giving sex advice. And that was always one of the things of like, hey, if you're not cut, like wash your dick. Yeah, it's, it's just wash, wash your dick, dick, wash inside the skin. Yeah, like, it's like freaking every day. Because her thing was like, if you're going to put 
like sex toys in your body, obviously you're going to wash them when you're done. Why would you not do the same with your dick? Yeah. Or, you know, if you're going to put it in something or someone or, you know, it's just very weird. 944 Troy says you're too far away sideways. Nope. Oh, well, we can't do anything about moving it closer. Otherwise, we won't be in frame. So yeah. this is just we're trying it out for this week. You know, see how it works. And yeah. uh, if the answer is not at all, then so be it. But I think this will work. Like, like say, uh, Joe Matera says you can come podcast at the restaurant. Yeah. We can do a test run with this on the table. We just have to keep turning it left and right mm. between us. Or, you know, we're sitting quite far away right now. So I guess if we were like right next to each right other at the to, bar, yeah, it would be fine. And so far, I think these microphones sound okay. I mean, do we sound okay? I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I can just any... unmute myself. We sound okay. Unmute myself. Do we sound okay? We sound okay. We sound okay. You guys sound great. Sound okay. Sound okay. Sound okay. Sound okay. It's gonna be all right. Sound okay. It's gonna be all right. Sound okay. Sound. 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 We're gonna make scenes. Sound. 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 Okay. Sound. 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 Sharia law. Oh. Sharia law. Sharia law. Oh wow, that came in. That came through patched in tight. Okay, I'm muting the laptop. <laughs> oh, I can't. I can't reach the light switch for light switch rave. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's funny that like these things can somehow peak. Um, also, I just realized this is like our first podcast back since Georgia. Since Georgia, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we went to Georgia to go film with Do It With Dan, uh, the YouTube channel. Uh, wonderful guy. I miss him already. Like the minute he left, I missed that dude. Yeah. Like I'm not – hey, I'm not saying I got a, a, a man crush on Do It With Dan, but I'm just saying he's a very friendly yeah, guy friendly. and really fun to be around and i mean there's a lot of things where like we went to this very nice bistro where they had very nice drinky drinks and very nice appetizers well, oh that mushroom and something else that appetizer. was sensational what was I, I uh, mushroom and gnocchi like uh the potato pasta yes. and it was just like the right consistency you had yeah. the mushrooms on there you had um what was it? They had those those potato chip nacho things with like yeah. blue cheese on it. Yeah, it's just you know turkey meatballs. Mm. Yeah, we went through those really quick. We really did. I was doing the Justin Burnash move of of just instead of like each of us ordering a meal, you just order a bunch of appetizers and you all share them and then you just have drinks. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic lunch. And like the thing is, also that, that was super reasonable when the bill came. Yeah, like I had two gin martinis. You had two old fashioned passion. and a, a bourbon that I wasn't like a top shelf bourbon, but it was a pretty good bourbon. Yeah. Um, and this was a really nice restaurant. Really it, nice. nice restaurant. And like, but it was like in an industrial park. Yeah. It was like an industrial strip mall. And then you walk in and it's almost like, you know, basically the exterior and the interior are so far removed from one another that it's mm -hmm. almost like you know, a TARDIS type thing of, you know, it looks different on the inside than the outside. Yeah. It's just so nice in there. And 
the great thing is like, you know, the servers, they kind of see you're in a pretty deep amount of conversation. They just kind of leave you be. It's great. Yep, that guy was on point with the water. On point. I did not have a hangover. I had two gin martinis and I was fine afterwards. Yeah. Um, uh, and that place was cheap, even by today's standards. The bill was like $89. Wow. And so I tipped 50 on top of that. Wow. Just here you go. Here you go. Like when Justin Burnash and I go out to lunch, that's like 200 bucks. Wow. Between the two of us. I have one gin martini. Now, the place we go to is higher end than, than what we saw. But of course, he, of course, we order a lot of food because he'll like fast the day before to make it even better. Yeah. Um, it was just so satisfying. And I mean, I don't really drink much anymore. So it was really nice luxury that I allow myself every now and then when I do drink. Mm -hmm. So that if I do, I'm not just sort of doing beer or something. Yeah. It's either like wine or whiskey or something. But those were really good drinks. And um, there was like smoked cherries in the old fashioned. It was just Hell great. yeah. Hell yeah. But um, yeah, we went to, um, why is the name of the motorsport? Park. Atlanta Motorsports Park. All right, there we go. Atlanta Motorsports Park. Went there. Wonderful place. Wonderful people. Very accommodating. Very welcoming. Um, wish we'd brought bathing suits because they had a pool on. They had a pool and a freaking water slide. Yeah, with a freaking water slide. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah, they fed us. They had it in their very nice lounge with very nice sandwiches and salads and mm -hmm. cookies and whatnot. And it felt like one of the more simple shooting days we had well i mean that's easy for me to say i wasn't running alongside the car in that heat mm -hmm. yeah, um, it wasn't all that hot it, it, it was just like after a while like i started to sweat just sitting there and you weren't there for this but there was um the subjects uh, of the car we're doing his dad was like standing by this like G this toyota like highlander i want to say or something okay. along those lines and i couldn't tell if he was like leaning on it or what um but the lady who owned it like walked up and she's like can i help you sir it's like oh no it's like oh because you're leaning on my car and it's just being like really whatever it's like oh okay and so he's gonna go stand over here and then throughout the rest of the shoot we would occasionally get like just standing near the highlander we would hear the the security thing go like a honk honk of like you're locking it with the key fob from a distance and I'm thinking it was just like sort of her thing of like get away from my car. It's like so the guy's dad just kept hanging around. No, he car. didn't hang around. So once she asked him to move, he moved and he didn't go near the car again. But you were parked next to this car, and so oh. and so oh, the lifted yeah the black one yeah yeah I know. What you're and talking so about. like anytime we were around your car, not even touching her car. She would just kind of, you know, hit the, I'm assuming she would just hit the key fob. I wonder whose car that was. I don't know. She was very productive of her lifted freaking Highlander looking yeah. thing that I'm just, nobody cares. I'm you're beginning in, to think that was a Sequoia because I remember it being bigger than the Forerunner. Yeah, I think you're right. And the actually, Highlander yeah. is about the same size. But anyway, that's me splitting hairs. Highlander, Sequoia, both kind of mom mobiles. I guess a Sequoia is technically a truck still, but in the Highlander's body on frame. Or excuse me, not body on frame, unibody. It's just strange to me that it's like, did she not see what we were there to film or what Dan showed up driving? No one pays attention to anything. <laughs> no. In retrospect, I should have parked away from truck, but I'm like, oh, Toyota truck 
car. I'm going to park. I'm going to have a Toyota. I'll put my 4Runner right next to this. See, I like things too. Yeah. But I guess, you know, it did have the sort of rock star type wheels on it and the off-road tires that never go off-road. Uh, Cushman or something with a super chat saying, can I add you on F-list? Oh, my F-list is under lock and key. That's me time. You think you're going to come in on me time? <laughs> you think you're going to get in on my spanky time? I don't think you can even RP at my level. You're just probably going to just woo me for like and waste my... What, you look like the type of guy who'd waste my heart on. <laughs> waste Marcus me. King. Also, thank you for liking regular carbis. Marcus King. Uh, thank you for the donation. I am currently reviving XL Motors, Jamaica's only car company. Would you be ever interested in reviewing one? We produce the Island Cruiser. Um, I'm interested. Yeah. Do I have to fly to Jamaica? I'm guessing. Um, do we need visas for Jamaica? Hmm. I, well, I like our passports enough. Passports should be good enough. Yeah. But then at the same time, I'd be embarrassed being, oh, American going to Jamaica. He's just going to want what every other American Jamaica wants. Mm. Bob Marley music. Uh, skunk weed, like yeah. skunk weed that he's gonna say is legit, and I don't know, he's gonna ask for coronas or something like that. Yeah, I would feel very, very self conscious going to Jamaica. I, I'd feel kind of self conscious going anywhere. It's, it's to the point where you know, you just I don't know, it's I almost feel like our Q rating in the entire world is just at rock bottom levels, yeah. and so hopefully, Australia is still cool with Americans. I can't imagine they wouldn't be, man. Yeah, we were talking about RCR Australia, um, I think on the car ride back. And it was my intention to do it 2024. I know that's two years away, but that means it's the U.S. federal election in 2024, which means Nick and I go get mail-in ballots. We mail in our ballots and immediately leave the country. And just fuck off. Fuck off. With All the, the way I don't off. care. I already know what I'm going to do. Why do I need to be around for the ads? Why do I need to be around for everybody's opinions? Just leave. It'd be like when we fucked off to New Zealand and just weren't there for the chaos after the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Of yeah. People like spreading Crisco on, on traffic poles. Yeah. Or stoplight poles. It just, it was so out of control, but hilarious to me the way that people just completely lost their shit. And I'm making, it made me wonder like how much worse it would have been if we'd lost. Just, they'd still if be we lost, up. holy crap, that'd be National Guard time. Because that was a very close game, mm -hmm. all things considered. Uh, Philly, Philly. Yeah, no birds, I guess. Frederick, with a strange donation, say, just want to say, love the show, all of your content. Thanks, Frederick. And right about now, I think uh, Frederick Newton is streaming. Oh, yeah, he's on Twitch. He's on Twitch streaming at the same time we are, probably with more exciting stuff. He has, he has like guests and they have, they have AV avatars hmm. and they talk to each other and they do it remotely, I think. Nice. And it's just them just looking at memes for like four hours. Wow. I could, I'd have to have like coffee to start, a nice meal, and then my two gin martinis. Yeah. And then I'd be ready for talking some shit. Stamina um, it would take for four hours. Four hours of just looking at a computer screen. Yeah, I think the longest we've ever gone is 
324-ish. Was Ben here? No, it was um, one of the RCR After Darks where we were drinking. Okay, yeah. Another one, there was the regular beer reviews with Tom Mix that went like 320. Yeah. So that was like, you know, there are, we do have the ability. Okay, so you said the audio was gone. That's probably because my phone was ringing. Is the audio back now? Do you have a Is the audio back? Can you hear me? Can you Can hear, you me? hear All right, back. me? Audio is, is it the mic. Is it just the little mic? Can you hear me whispering into the little mic? Are you hearing me whispering into the little mic? Beepus. 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 What am I saying? Beepus. 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 All right, good. Good. Very good. Oh, is my Casio keyboard dying? What kind of batteries does that take? Four double A's. Oh. Or is it just a volume that's fucked up? Yeah, good. <laughs> so, All right, so what did we learn? We learned that if my phone rings during my... Oh, there's a voicemail. Oh, boy. Oh, there's a voicemail. Uh, yeah, hi, Brian. This is Brian Barger with the Mercedes. Oh, okay. I submitted... Okay, yeah. Cool. We've been asking for, like, Mercedes and stuff like that. So... Uh, congratulations, you called in while we were live streaming, so you're on it. Uh, you know, if I wonder if I can text him just from the, from the lappy here. I don't see why not. Yeah. Maybe if it has, like, a connection. Like, yeah, no, I mean, like, text him back with Google Voice. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I'm able to, well, I mean, usually I'm able to do that because my uh, phone links to program on Windows that allows me to access my phone in there, so... Hmm. Oh, he left a voicemail. Very nice. Oh, but he says his number, so I'm not going to play the voicemail. So you can give me a call any time of day, blah, blah, blah. I'm just going to text him back. Uh, hello, this is Brian. Live streaming right now. We'll call you back when we're done. There it goes. Uh, which Grand Seiko is best Grand Seiko? Uh, Any one because I don't own one. And mm. that's going to be like a pretty good gift for me at some point. You know, I'll get one. I think there are some super chats. Super chats? Up okay. Top, uh, uh, ahead of the Grand Seiko. Okay. Um, Low. So the last one was Frederick with just want to say love the show and all your content. With NOK 109. Of so I got War Sounds here with 699. Nice. Nice. Stoked to see you reposting Sergey Lecture. Such an incredible. Yeah. 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 That guy rules. Um, the, th the thing I love about uh, Michael's lectures 
such an incredible orator research, especially for uneducated dinguses like myself. Yeah. So who is this? Um, it's someone, it's this uh, professor who just does comparative philosophy lectures. Hmm. And they're from like the early 90s. Very nice. And it's just somebody, okay, let's, let's walk you through Kant and Kierkegaard and, and Hegel. Hmm. Here's a crash course. It's going to take an hour. Nice. And he just, it's, it's like you're just sitting in a lecture and I can drift in and out of the lecture. I've listened to some of them twice. This isn't for a grade. There's no test. Yeah. That's what I like. Like, and um, he's fantastic. It's for your and, own edification. Yeah. yeah. And I'll have it on in the background while I'm editing. I can, I've listened to, I've fallen asleep to them. Yeah. Nothing's better than a class that you don't care about. Absolutely. Mm. Get that sensation of sitting in on a class. Yeah. You have no skin in the game. You're just there. No, I don't. Uh, is this on the test? Is this on the test? Should I be writing stuff down right now? Yeah. The, the freedom to go to a lecture and not have to write anything down. Oh, it yeah. It must be incredible. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe it makes me jealous of people with eidetic memory of just yeah. being able to recall, perfect recall. But then I, want, then I feel like that stretches to everything else, including the embarrassing moments, which play in sharp relief. Yeah. Inside the crucible of the mind. Ugh. Yeah, just sitting there. Uh, no biggie podcast. The guy who texted me back. No biggie. Podcast is loose and easy. Loose and uh, easy. You can, we're, just like me. We're live right now, and I'm typing to you on a laptop we're on our second channel regular and roman so like dot 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 so like ellipsis this is now part of the podcast me, he's one of these as an individual text, by the way. Me, talk, me, texting you. What are we talking about? Kierkegaard or something like that? Yeah. If you were pooping, right, uh, Boris says, if you were pooping right now, what song would you be singing? Every single day I take a dump and then I do it again. And then I sing the song again. This is Thursday. Tomorrow is Friday. In between time, we go in and out. And I think about you, but you don't have a face. You're just a name, but I'm just a name too. What is a name? It's just a sound. Who are we really? Why can't I form relationships right? I think I'm too horny. Then I don't care. After I bust, I watch World Rally Championship clips. Look at the car fly. What are you doing here? Why are you still here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, MC Devo says, hi, I love the content uh, you guys do. Do you have any reviews lined up for the F80 M3? Do not. G80, no, or an M5. We've done plenty of M5s. I think we have, yeah. Yeah, we need to do Mercedes because we've been neglecting them. We'd love to hear your opinion on them. Bye, kiss, kiss, kiss. Well, uh, yeah, no, no, I'm not nothing 
going on with that. Love to. I don't know why I feel like I need to project. I mean, my my mic is just clipped to my shirt, so I don't think I have to project like that. Um, there love... is. Oh, sorry. No, I was going to say there's a super chat from Ron Cheeseman. We skipped. Boris. Uh, okay, Ron Cheeseman. There it is. There we go. Go ahead and read it. I'm just going to. Oh, um, is Ron Cheeseman is saying I got a good deal on a new 2020 Honda Ridgeline in late 2020 a good enough cope for driving a 2020 Honda Ridgeline? No, I mean there are there are no deals. It's just I had money to buy a car at the end. That's it. Nice. Yeah, I mean we have yet to f drive a Honda Ridgeline. There, there's a recent submission for a Honda Ridgeline, but it's all out in Pittsburgh. Boo. Yeah, exactly. Boo. Bard says, "Are you guys getting a new studio to compete with the Adam Friedland show?" No, it's just a coincidence that uh, that they were building a studio and I was going to do this. But I was talking to this one like TikTok producer who you know lives nearby, and uh, he um, he said get a studio and try to make the podcast look more legit. And this is the very beginnings of it. Buying these chairs. Um, the next is going to be getting rid of the piano that you can't see over there. Getting getting some cameras that look better. And then um, hiring uh, Ethan, who was on the podcast uh, later to be a producer, or rather a production assistant. So he'll probably have the laptop. Um, but I think if we do two cameras plus the mixer, then that means that... Um, I'm going to have to use my old computer, my old desktop. Hopefully that will stream and handle streaming because that has multiple USB things going in it um, because we're going to need to have two cameras coming in and then using Open Broadcaster to, uh, to cut in between the two. So, oh, uh, Ron so, yeah. Cheeseman says that that's his ridgeline in the submission. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> All right, it's so you're cool. in Pittsburgh, and I went, ugh. Well, I mean, how many times have we been like, oh, Pittsburgh uh, on the podcast? Nearly like, every other. Yeah, no, every other. Well, I mean, it's, it's terrible to film in Pittsburgh. It's very pretty. The roads are crap. It's always congested. There's no, you have to go way outside town. Like we're, when, uh, when I filmed the, uh, uh, Justin Lose's Model T, like it's, it's, it's really revolves around when Justin's going to finish his house. I think we're invited over. I'm sure we're invited over, but have a place to film so there's no way we're filming within the borough of pittsburgh again yeah it's going to be true. outside of town it's going to be drive an hour outside of town and then um and then and then we could film <sighs> pittsburgh is just long enough to be a dickish drive yeah they say oh you can get there in four hours no it's five hours yeah it's five hours it's never not been five hours in my experience i think i got through once but then i was driving to foster's house but that but that's because i got up at five in the i like left at five in the morning i got up and started driving to cincinnati in the sarah so but then again if i'm driving to cincinnati on turnpike i'm not going anywhere near pittsburgh so I just get to stay on the turnpike and just blast into Ohio and not have to do that last bullshit bit where you go into the town of Pittsburgh. Um, Paul Unsatch says, did you watch Dahmer yet? I don't know if I'll oh, finish it. No, I didn't. I, I don't like movies about serial killers. Yeah. it's. Well, I mean, I don't like the work of Ryan Murphy. 
And I think that's who's behind it. And he's like the guy who did like Glee and the American Horror Story and all that stuff. And it's there's just such a formula to it. And there's such a weird, I don't know. It everything he does, even when it's not based on anything true, just feels incredibly exploitative, which I suppose this would also be just because it is real people and it is I there's sort of like this whole thing of how Dahmer preyed on like poor people and gay people because he knew like the authorities weren't really gonna look into it. Uh. And then like the authorities found one of the victims who escaped and actually brought him back to Dahmer because they just figured it was like a lover's quarrel and they didn't want to be put in the middle of it. And it's just one of those messed up situations where I don't know why. I don't know. I felt the same way about the Ted Bundy thing of like, why are we, why do we have to make more shows about this? Yeah. Why do we have to go back to the well? Yeah. yeah, But I mean, like that well is dry. That, that, I mean, that horse has been Elmer's glue for Lord knows how fucking long. And it's something where I don't know to what extent people are actually expecting to get any edification out of it rather than just some vague prurient interest. And I don't know. It's just, it's just too much. And it's, it's almost like misery porn. You know, it's just like you're watching something that is miserable for its own sake, not towards any other purpose. It's not even entertaining. Like I've been watching Sandman or the Sandman on Netflix, which is very like interesting and very, I don't know, fun in a fashion. And it's kind of fun in a way that I guess the early phases of the comic weren't, but yeah, actually that's not really true because the comic's pretty great too. But, uh, and I've just been doing other things that feel like more productive, even in, even when they don't have to do with this, there's a, that new Sam Barlow video game, Immortality, where you play a movie, a film restorer going through footage of three separate movies. What is my Twitch password? I want to go on and goof to Frederick Newton, but anyway, keep talking. Oh yeah, no. Like but, I'm literally going to go off camera right now. I have to turn on my computer because I'm logged into Twitch on this one. Mm. What were we talking about, Dahmer or something? Oh like yeah, that? Uh, immortality. So it's this video game where you play uh, as this um, film historian. Like you work in film restoration. You have three separate movies of this actress who disappeared and all three of the, her movies were never released and you got to find out why and whatever happened to her. And it's really weird and you have no idea what you're supposed to be doing. You just figure it out as you go along and it ends up being really compelling in a very strange and abstract sort of way. And so, um, yeah, I just found it on a Game Pass and that was pretty great. Uh, we actually do have a question from the regular chat. Oh, and also a super chat. Yeah, there's a super chat saying that yeah. you're holding, holding the microphone the mic like, like a doobie. doobie. It's true. Um, I just don't well, trust doesn't him. have a collared shirt to clip it. To, yeah. So what are you going to do? Even if I did, I wouldn't trust it. I, I just, or I wouldn't trust me to keep it in place and not just be right. swallowing the mic the whole time. Mm. Um, but yeah, Curtis Lumber says, question for Brian and Roman. Currently driving a 2017 Civic Si and thinking about selling it every year. Sixty thousand miles and five years old. Does it make a difference if I keep waiting and putting on miles? Um, I feel like the lower the mileage is probably the best deal you're ever going to get from somebody because that's going to be. I think we're in a place with the used car market where people are looking for lower mileage vehicles because the onus is on them to keep it for longer and longer. So that 
by the time you know people are ready to move on to the next car they would preferably have liked to have racked up i don't know 200 come on really all right the password of my twitch account i wrote down yeah the used car market's a hot mess express and if you want to get a good price for it the lower the mileage the better it is i would imagine provided that it's in good working order the rest of the time and decent cosmetic shape i mean there is a sort of premium being placed on cosmetic appearance which i get but for me that's never been as important as actual function i mean betty's not as pretty as she could be but mm. She still works, and that's all that matters. What did your mechanic say? Oh, um, that rattling that I kept hearing um, was just a piece of something. I, I forget exactly. He's going to send me the report um, that it just took out, <laughs> and that was pretty much it because um, I was hearing this weird rattle. It was driving me nuts. Um, so he didn't say what it was? He said what it was. I just don't remember. Oh, okay. I was just kind of like in total, what's this going to cost me mode, and it was completely reasonable, so I'm not <laughs> – worried about it you feel like disclosing what it's going to cost you yeah not really but all right because <laughs> i feel like any answer is going to sound like too much for considering yeah. the age of the car and everything but um yeah it's oh uh on the subject of the used car market um that this person was talking about i read this um report or not a report it was an article from somebody to the effect of to be on the lookout in the next several months with used cars because of Hurricane Ian and shout out oh, to people in Florida. Cars. Yeah, that they're going to get sent up north and they're not going to have, you know, they're going to, I don't know, it's just salvage vehicles that are, you know, you got to be on the lookout for water damage and make sure that you're not getting rooked by people, which is easier said than done if you don't know how to look for those things yourself or if you don't have someone, you know, to look, have a look at it for you. And because I imagine a lot of those cars are going to sound too good to be true. And of course, you have like Elon Musk out there today saying that like the Cybertruck is waterproof enough to be able to act for a short period as a Define boat. act. Yeah. Like, okay, what are you really doing? I, I wish I could pull up the tweet without murdering my phone right now, but it's something where I just feel like, I don't know. It's, it's that it's it's like vaporware almost it feels like a car that exists solely as a meme and that it's just not going to come out or if it does come out to the larger public yeah it's it's just something that is not going to live up to whatever wild harebrained crazed promise is being projected about it and i'm talking like full-throated projection this is like worthy of uh you know of Liz Carmichael or freaking, you know, Preston Tucker of just people who are out there just saying things. And granted, like, ugh, it's almost like you can't talk about Elon Musk without people getting ready to cape for him like they're superheroes or something. Yeah. Which it's like, in the grand scheme of things, I don't care about Elon Musk. No. I just don't. And I don't understand why anyone does other than that he's wealthy and that he nominally does technological things. And I'm sure, you know, maybe at some point 
if he wants it. Like, ugh, I don't even know. There is no good way to talk about Elon Musk without inspiring the ire of somebody because either yeah. you care too much or you don't care enough. So right. that's why, like, in Tesla reviews that we do, we just sort of don't talk about him anymore because it's like, yeah. why would you address the the elephant in the room yeah. and, you know, just let the elephant sit there and eat his peanuts? Yeah, even in the, the review is coming out Monday, um, Teslas are relevant to the car we reviewed, but we keep it to an absolute minimum. Absolute minimum. Even the guy that we met at, at lunch today or riding today, he had yeah. like, I have a Tesla and I love it, but he doesn't sound like a car guy, even though he knew, knew what he the knew. chicken theft was. Yeah. He's like, I like technology. And I'm like, fantastic piece of technology. But you know what? Like, I recognize... I'm, I recognize that people need to be allowed to enjoy the things they like. Yes. Even if what they enjoy is... Regre <laughs> Regressive is the wrong word. Misguided, but then if I say misguided, then that's who... Tokyo Lloyd says Frederick Newton has a... Of course he does. Like He's making bank off of that. Like right now, I'm on Frederick Newton's Twitch channel. I can't hear him. I don't know what he's talking about. They're just, they're just, he's live streaming other people's like memes, or now he's on Reddit looking at something. Yuri from Straight Pipes uh, streams a uh, classic racing game. That was a pretty fun watch just because so many of them are games I haven't thought of in forever. Um, but yeah, it's very. Entertaining. The way he streams what, uh, classic racing games like Nintendo stuff or something. Yeah, like classic like PlayStation games and just racing them. Huh, interesting. You know, I was when I was over at um, Greg's house the other day, looking for more stuff. Or now Fred is just watching, watching someone play Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. I think when I play video games, my talking talking part of my brain doesn't work ah like even when i watch videos of people playing stuff in video games the talking part of my brain doesn't work so even if we had something where we had a crt tv which i kind of want like right here that would be a neat thing to have like an old tv right here and it would be playing something yeah or if it would play uh um like the like the stream in the stream of it going by, yeah, of just um, almost like a ticker. Or yeah, a just going by lightly in that. I mean, I have that portable monitor that we use like once over there. Um, that could be a thing in that here. That could be a thing. Yeah. Um, my friend has the ability to just talk about nonsense for a while, of which I am je jealous, and that doesn't mean that we're doing this, but he's just doing it alone. And that's some like Bill Burr level stuff. Um, of course, how many people? There's 85 people watching us, two real people. And there are how many people on his channel? Twitch right now? Does it say? 524 people <laughs> watching his wow. channel right now. And he's been at it for two and a half hours. The only time I can remember that many people watching us how is do you just during... How do you just do this for hours, for houses, for hours? Don't answer your 
muted because I'm streaming streaming too. Get an early 2000s projection screen TV. That'd be awesome. That'd be too big for here. Yes. Yeah, that's like a bank vault. <laughs> CRT TV with a 15 kilohertz wine to scare off anybody under 25. Interesting, yeah. Uh, get an old TV and paint the screen green and just put the video in digitally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess. I guess, yeah, that could be a yeah, thing. You could, could almost do anything. You could just make like, just hang a picture on the wall and just have a green piece of construction paper behind it. That could work. I mean, I don't see why not. It's changing over time. Uh, Boz says it's clips of a bad video game AI. Yeah. Ooh, now there's 81 people watching Ooh. right now. Give me more super chats to do. Um, I feel like I can go longer just because now I'm not sitting in those hard, hard chairs over there. Yeah. And technically, I mean, if you take out the fidgeting beginning, we've really only been going like 30 minutes, 35. Right. So, Nicole, uh, I guess that's that's all the super chats for now. Well, keep uh, you know keep regular on doing chat. it. Yeah, Just, uh, send us like if we get guests in the future, we're gonna need a third chair. Yeah, and I went to Goodwill yesterday with the Viper truck. Oh yeah, that thing ended. I gotta give the I gotta give the truck back on Saturday. Ah. I went to Goodwill yesterday with a truck, hoping to get some. I need to go to the auction. That's what I got to do after this. The auction? Yes. There is an auction. There is a silent auction. I didn't know every single weekend um, out yonder. And I'm, that's what I'm going to do after this. I'm going to get in the Viper truck. Actually, no, I don't. What do I, what do I need the truck for? Just use the Naira. I'm going to go over there and uh, search for like furniture and stuff. And then you bid just on a piece of paper. You just like sign in. Mm. And then th the actual auction is like Saturday or Sunday. But you don't have to be there for it. It's like, this is my highest bid. And you just write it on ah, the thing. It's like a raffle. You just put it yeah. in there and you're like, oh, okay. But everybody can see like what the bids are. Mm. So it's just a piece of paper on the item. Yeah. And you just write your name. And I guess I got to go register. So that's what I'm doing after this. Um. I guess maybe it's easier. <sighs> Internet humor, like, I don't get it. It's just, it, it, it just feels like a copy of a copy of a copy of everything. Well, yeah, it's You're just reacting to other people's reactions. And, it, it, and it's stirred content. It's your whole snake eating its tail mentality. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it, what it is is... Um, skid lines on a go-kart track mm -hmm. it's just over and over and over yeah. creating this weird scribble um which again like in georgia we got to go on the go-karts with uh do with dan and uh it was great because after we had our like private session we just went again for fun yeah and ended up getting lapped by a bunch of 12 year olds which is well not a bunch it was like two 12 year olds dude and, I, la I i didn't get a well yeah each one I of us got lapped by 12 year olds I passed them, but they would, because they would just go balls out yeah. and then spin out, and then I could pass them. And uh, 
I had this one glorious moment where I knew I'm not, I'm just out there having my best day on the go-karts. I'm not, I'm, yeah, I'm not trying a terrible racer. So I just get, I just pull over to the right on we have a straight and I do a head check. I see two people behind me. My arm goes out, give them a point by, and they just, bang, I just let off the throttle, give them a point by, and they bang, go, go by. And then I'm, I start racing again, yeah. racing, driving faster again. And I start catching up to the second person who passed me. I'm like, Ooh, I, I could pass the dock. I could dive in on this corner and get him again. But then does that me, make me like a double dick that the person would think I gave them a point by just to, just to pass him? Ah, maybe. But I don't think that that amount of um, – well, actually, I was going to say like I don't think that amount of thought goes into it. But if you're having that thought in real time, maybe it does because mm. – I mean, I know the entire time I'm there, I'm just trying to be faster than my last time, which apparently is how it works. Yeah. But you're, you're, but I meant literally that like straight towards the end where it just tells you your speed. I, I'm just trying to, it's not even your lap time. It's just telling you how fast you're going. It's like, all right, I'm going 40. I want to go 42 my next lap during this straight. And it's something where um, I was Mario Karting the shit out of it in that I kept going into like the rumble strips because yeah. I didn't break too late. Yeah. Um, that was my first time doing go-karts on an outdoor track. Mm -hmm. So it was a very different thing. And also the sun gets got in my face really it bad. Totally that, did, yeah. That hill going up. And it was yeah. just like, just, oh. Yeah. I sound like a struggle elf. Like, oh just going up the hill like the second we got out like the second time uh i should have i i forgot to bring my contacts to the race car to the track so i just had my medium-sized glasses shoving them in mm. the full face and they hurt so much that they allowed me to wear like i have an awry half helmet like an open face legit racing helmet and even though the people said you should really be wearing a full face here because there's no wind protection and stones get thrown around. And I'm like, well, I'll, I won't sue anybody. I had a balaclava underneath as a liner. I pulled the balaclava up. So at least there was something there. Yeah, but what I could do is I could tilt the helmet forward because it did have a sun visor. And I was able to pull the, that little sun visor over my eyes because initially when I'm out, I'm like, these things don't go really that fast. I mean, my eyeglasses will cut the wind. They did not cut the wind. Mm. The first time I was like squinting, like, oh, this is a lot of wind. So, but if I could tilt the helmet down a little bit, then the little sun visor, I, now, now I'm looking like Judge Dredd out there. <laughs> like that could filter the, uh, the wind out. I mean, looking back, yeah, I should have just brought my own racing helmet and just... Or had I known that that's what I would need, actually no, the, the the open face came in really handy because on Atlanta Motorsports Park, unlike Harris Hill, anybody who's out on the main track, even for a goof, you have to be wearing a helmet. Yeah. So then I was glad to have an open face and not have to film with a full face and stuff like that or uh, something like that. Sweet Low Sound says, uh, Mr. Regular, did you ever finish your private pilot training? Did you do a check ride? No. Um, my bag is only there. I think I still only have six hours, and I haven't flown in a year, so no. I've been treating pilot stuff as a nice treat now and again. Now and again. I think 
uh, Greg and I were supposed to go fly sometime this week. That didn't happen because uh, uh, Greg owns a second rental property um, that's attached to the garage he has. I, like He really wanted the garage where he keeps all his stuff and uh, his two Mustangs and things. Mm. Um, but it came with a house. And he's like, I don't want to like managing rental properties, but I got to use this house. I got to rent it out. Yeah. So he's been over there. He had a tenant staying there for the past like 15 years. And now they finally left. So there's 15 years worth of wear and tear. And so he's doing a bunch of painting, replacing a whole bunch of electrical outlets. Um, it's another one of these houses kind of like this, which are old symmetric, which are old turn of the century symmetrical houses. And um, uh, that one you know how there's a bedroom in this house that's only accessible through the bathroom? The bathroom, yeah. Well, this house is a two-bathroom. They do have a powder room down, Ooh. which is, a, I don't know if people in other parts of the country use the, use the term powder room. It's really just a bathroom. Bathroom, just a toilet yeah. and a sink. So this one has a toilet and a sink on the first floor. Second floor has a has a, has a bed and has a bathroom, but it's only accessible through the master bedroom. Hmm. So that's tough because this is like a three-bedroom house. It's a family house. Yeah. And that's sort of super weird that you'd have to walk through mom and dad's room to take a shower. That's odd. That is odd. I mean, it would be great if it was just, you know, a mom and a dad and a single kid because then you could use the two other bedrooms. But the two other bedrooms have a shared door. Like, like two hotel rooms, like the old style hotel rooms that have the door in between them. Yeah. Or the double door. This has, you know, the door in between the bedrooms. Why was that a thing in like 18th century houses? I have no loving idea. No, or 1800s houses, excuse me. That's well, 19th century. Well, what's weird about it is, okay, it all depends on what kind of shower taker you are if it's weird to have to walk through mom and dad's room. Are you the type to get undressed in your room and then walk to the bathroom? Or do you get undressed in the bathroom? I would get, well... Because growing up, mom and dad had the master bathroom, but then there was another bathroom for Tim and I. Yeah. So it was, I remember I would get undressed in the bathroom, but coming out of the bathroom, I'd be wearing a towel and I'd ball up my clothes and throw them in the hamper. Hmm. That's reasonable. Yeah. I, I mean, I used to, I mean, my whole family, we were very much like, in the bathroom type people but now that like you know when you're living with someone and you have that sense of you know physical freedom like last night i just freaking got naked was well i actually had to put something in the recycling because i had razors and that little plastic packaging i wanted to put in recycling and just walking through the living room naked just dropping you uh -huh. know whatever and they're not worried about a thing and then i just go and have my shower and use my manscape uh, package uh, yeah. the complimentary with the ball toner it's just great it's just fantastic now people on frederick's channel are talking about furries i mean i'm just watching this the chat go by and you're talking about furries and that is adorable. A D O R A B L E. 
aren't furries kind of the new Godwin's law of the internet? I don't know. I thought, I thought, I thought big clown love like ICP overtook that or I don't, I don't, wait, they're the what of the what? Godwin's law. It's like on a long enough timeline, any conversation will inevitably turn towards. Oh, right. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. I think now that company, like if, if Disney and Pixar are making movies, okay, then they recognize that there's money to be made. It's like I was listening to Greg, Greg Fitzsimmons podcast the other night and they said like, uh, the turning point for black comedy in terms of like networks was the Kings of Comedy tour because that thing made so much money outside of like outside of like movies and stuff. You mean like the original Kings of God, like Steve Harvey, T. yeah, Hewley, Bert, I yeah. had no idea it made that, but that's one of my millions favorite and millions movies. and millions. Yeah, I love that movie. Like the whole um, Cedric the Entertainer bit about how people. When they used to fight in the club, they wouldn't really fight. They would just break dance mm-hmm, and he's mm-hmm. doing all the dancing or, you yeah. know, the, Bur- the Bernie Mac bit of like him upstairs. Yeah. Like, I want to get some milk and cookies. <laughs> and, and, or or the Steve Harvey. And I get it. People don't like Steve Harvey, but I love his bit on the Titanic. What do you mean people don't like Steve Harvey? Oh, plenty of people hate Steve Harvey. For what? Um, He has really atavistic attitudes about um sort of – what you're capable of doing unless you live a religious life it's kind of like he has okay he's very much like that and was that like like the stuff when he's not talking about every man should have like these five pieces of clothing and then you make a whole suit every single one of these jackets goes through every single one of these pants or i don't even know it's it's just one of those things where like for the most part i don't try to find out what people are like when i'm trying to consume their work and I know that's probably not the most moral stance to take for a person, but by the same token, I'm able to separate when Eddie Griffin says like certain things that are not politically correct and also, but pick up on the things that he does say that mm-hmm. are very insightful about how, you know, you know, en- energy doesn't dissipate, it's transferred or other things about, you know, it's just when I'm going to die, you know, and you're trying to keep me around, that's not for me. That's for you. It's like, I'm already trying to see what the next shit is like, let me go like that type of stuff. And uh, Eddie Griffin is a very, like, I like his comedy a lot. I love Patrice O'Neill's comedy a lot. Oh yeah. Um, Freaking George Carlin. Um, I love uh, Bill Burr. These are all the people, Bo Burnham, all the people that I just love watching comic do their craft because it is very much a craft thing. And by the same token, the original Kings of Comedy tour, I can't tell you how many times I've seen that movie because it is you're watching people who are very much masters of their craft. Yeah. yeah. And there's something about it that I can't really sum up in simplistic terms. And Mm. I that was kind of one of the things that I I wish that we had gotten into on the Adam Friedland show of just talking about comedy. But again, I understand why they don't want to talk about it Mm because it's the same reason why we don't necessarily want to talk about cars to, you know, people that we meet because it's work for us. By the same token, like we had, there was Tesla guy at the cafe, but 30 minutes before that, how an hour before that, there was the little old ladies, little old ladies from the chamber of commerce who were talking about like, they can't, I don't think that's the thing. the, the, they got to like dump all this stuff. And I, I, they started talking about te- like, it's a very reductive conversation to have with elderly people when you bring up electric cars, if they don't like them, because yeah. they just say they're polluting more and you, uh, you're going to tax the, the electrical infrastructure. And then 
like it's instantly dismissed yeah. as as like without even giving the art based on what and it's like well you're gonna and uh, true the the international we are strip mining third world countries for lithium right now yeah yes um and this is not a i and the only i and you can't justify it you can't even do a what about ism argument about it yes uh yep countries are fucking up third world countries get the lithium and uh unless this whole idea of like sodium ion batteries or whatever uh oh uh this is now a stock podcast oh i can't get to my and i don't have the login for my td ameritrade here um quantum scape that's the company that's the company i have some money invested in they're making solid state uh batteries now right now people are hyping solid state batteries as if they're going to be the next you know saving grace it will help a bunch to now they're 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 doing a very they're giving muskian promises of solid state <laughs> saying we're going to triple the amount of uh energy in battery packs um uh is this what the prius thing is, was about yeah like toyota supposedly 2025 will have solid state batteries um based on these nuts yeah based on what these nuts Oh, what was the other one? Uh, um, uh, I forget the one, like who had knocked on who had, Cassandra or uh, Cassidy. Mm -hmm. uh, there's this one joke. Cass it's not Cassidy, but it's, can you see this dick, Cassidy? It's something, can you see my dick in your mouth? Or can you fit, uh, Cassidy? Can you see, can you see something dick in your mouth? It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's someone's name, dick in your mouth. It's Cassidy what? Cassidy dick in your mouth? <laughs> something like that. Um, they are finding sources for lithium in North America. <clears throat> Fantastic. Fantastic. Go strip mine some flyover country, see if I care. Cadence, uh, Candace, 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 yes. dick fit in your mouth. There it is. <laughs> Candace, dick in your mouth. <laughs> Candace, Candace, dick in your mouth. It's weird. Candace I... fit by dick. Candace, Candace, I... dick fit in your mouth. How does it go, Boris? It's, it's, it's Candace. How's the rest of the joke go? Candace, I, I, I feel like hmm. Candace, dick in your mouth, but that's not a sentence. It's Candace weird. Dick fit in your mouth. I guess that's it. Do they still make people named Candace? I haven't known anyone yeah. named Candace since like 10th grade. I can I can pee. I have to pee. And half of me wants to take the wireless mic into the bathroom. Go for it. But I don't know if that'll get us flagged or something. Why would it? Too much. For all anyone knows, you're pouring out water in your toilet. Yeah, right. You know? Who knows what the algorithm? Who knows? Yeah. Who knows what the almighty algorithm? Who knows? You know, I guess I have Candace. to go fuck myself. Master breakfast at the promise hotel. Well, I'm yeah. I'm declipping the microphone. I'm just putting. It here. So yeah, um, I feel like these elderly ladies, very very sweet ladies, who had this inborn mistrust of electric cars, which is fine. But for me, it read a little bit like, and I think this is a line that I'm putting in one of the upcoming videos or something similar to it, but 
it is they look at it the way that you would look at a house made of gingerbread and candy pillars if you've already read Hansel and Gretel. Like if you haven't read it, then hey, what a wonderful cute little house. But if you have, then you kind of see it for the trap it is. And they're expecting it to be this trap where it's something that seems nice on the surface, but then once you get behind those walls, you know, you're pretty much screwed. But yeah, I, I mean, it's something where I don't know that you're going to necessarily sell the older generation on electric cars without doing some sort of, like even the infrastructure isn't enough. You would have to be able to tell them and show them in a qualitative, quantitative way that this is somehow not just better, but workable and convenient. Because a lot of the older generation, maybe they don't live in houses that accommodate electric vehicle ownership, but by the same token, are they necessarily the type of people who are going to want electric vehicles anyway? You like the familiarity of internal combustion. You like the sensation of being behind something that makes noise and advances, but an electric car is just so quiet. And it's just one of those things where just sitting there wondering if it's even on because it's not making any noise or it's just a very soft hum like your car is idling just before turning the ignition uh in an con internal combustion car and so yeah people afraid of electric cars are the kind to be afraid of nuclear power uh yeah although i did not finish watching that netflix documentary on three mile island so I should probably watch that. I need more water. Water. Sunny. Yesterday my life filled with rain. Sunny girl. All right, let's see what's in the news. Well, Coolio died. So there's that. Um. I mean, I don't think they said what or how he died, but yeah, sadly uh, passed away. But it's funny because I can't think of a single other Coolio song at the moment other than Gangsta's Paradise. All right. I mean, I know he did other songs. It's just a matter of not being able to think of them. Coolio died. I am gay. Aaron Crutchfield says fantastic voyage. Facebook boomers are a special breed. I think the next gen of EVs will be the biggest change. Especially the wireless charging. What if I put this directly on the, like right there? Will, will it, will it, uh, will it peak if I do that? Yes, song C wrote. trying to see if it'll peak. There's a delay here. 
I could just do it on the laptop there. That's true. Oh, there we go. I guess I'd have to say it here. Title of my new book. Amazing music. Quality content. The racing mind says best here in hip hop. This is, this is a poetry podcast now. I'm literally going to read the stream. Still nobody said anything. Still nobody said anything. Casio like it. Yeah, because I have the microphone like clip to it because otherwise I'm going to be way down here and you can't hear me. Actually, let me hear what that sounds like. Actually, let me hear what that sounds like. Okay, this is me talking with a microphone on the... Okay, this is me talking with a microphone on the... And this is me talking with it right up here. You are hearing this is me, me talking talk. with it right up here. Okay, wow, that's a, that's a thing. You are hearing this is me talking talk. with it right up here. Okay, wow, that's a thing. Oh, this is awesome. Maybe I should be up here. Does that sound better? Less high pitched? Or maybe it's just the feedback from the laptop. If you go lower, it's the da 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 sound.
You can answer questions while I do this. Sorry, I'm just adjusting something on the internet. Yeah, when you get the feedback from the computer, people who have earphones are really going to hate that. Feedback if I go if I peek right here, uh, uh, pay attention to people wearing headphones. This is gonna get, sound really bad in a second. Suck my dick. Stick that your algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. How long have we been doing this? Um. Whoa. We just got a super chat. Oh, Peter hey. Uh, Peter Lehman, uh, five dollars. Thank you so much. Uh, my O5 Corolla XRS is rear-ended. Got an O7 SI, but the VTEC doesn't feel as fun. Should I look for another two ZZ car, or just be happy with what experience I had?
I mean, okay. The XRS is a, is a fantastic car. Granted, the power band is more narrow than the gears between the gears, than the space between the gears. In the space between? No, no. The, an 07 SI, an American SI, isn't going to feel as good and isn't going to be as expressive as um, an 05 Corolla. And it's not going to be a 90s VTEC. Should I look for another 2ZZ car? Just be happy with what I have. Well, right now, like, look, you have a car. <sighs> like, being fiscally conservative, just be happy with the car you have right now. Absolutely. Um, if this is your only car, then yeah, just your only car should not bankrupt you. Um, the 2ZZ just existed in the Matrix and yeah, the Matrix XRS well, I mean, I, I could double check this what the 2ZZ was in uh, um, ZZW30 what, what else was it in? alright, that immediately goes to the MR2. Toyota ZZ engine. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. The 2ZZ GE. Uh, the Yamaha head. Toyota Celica GTS. Oh, it's in the GTS. Yeah, that'd be fun. That could be a replacement for you, but again, a Civic SI is an actual car, whereas a Celica is a little liftback. Pontiac Vibe GT, Japan, Japan. You know, Lotus Elise. Yeah, the, the options are not much. So, it's like, where are you going to find a Pontiac Vibe that's anything less than like 250,000 miles? Exactly. Uh, Cosma, Cosma, something or other says 2ZZ swap the uh, MR2. That is a hard no. Hard no. Hard no. It's not worth the money. It's never worth the money. At most, it gets you 30 horsepower. It's not. Burnash says it's not fun. Uh, uh, Matt Happel says it's not fun. The, the amount of fun you get out of that is not worth, uh, it's not worth the uh, money you put in. Yeah. The only way I could justify that for you is that if you buy one that's already swapped. And even then, you're going to have to wonder how, how well the swap is going to be done. And then Spin Faster says, buy, buy a damn C5. Not going to lie. That's going to be way more power. And uh, you can always sell it to another boomer. So not that I'm calling you a boomer. You can always sell it to a boomer. Um, Spin Faster says, call it a day and piss off your neighbors. I guess. How do you piss off your neighbors with a C5 unless you're... Uh, the C5s aren't loud unless you put, you know, rumbly exhausts on them. And even then, you got to work hard to make that. Can you fit an LS4 into an MR2? Hey, you can do anything if you have the money. But no, it's not. You're going to have to hang that engine off the back. And even then, why would you do that? we got to have that guy who, uh, he's moving to the States, but I think he's just moving to, like, North Dakota or something like that. Um, on purpose? Yeah, well, from Saskatchewan, the guy who did the LS oh. swap DeLoreans. Oh, that's right. That, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's doing it full time now. And oh. 
it's just so hard doing it from north of the border because all of his clients are Yanks. So he's like, why don't I be so much easier to just move the business to the United States? So that's what he's doing. And I'd like to meet, I'd like to hang with him again. He was cool. Yeah, he was a cool guy. Um, the 2ZZ is IS300 for better fuel economy and less of a boat anchor. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. I don't know what you're referring to. Plenty room for golf clubs in the C5. I don't suggest, like, if you really want, you, you don't want the uh, fixed roof coupe if you want to do stuff. If you want to use the C5 as a, as a car, you should have a, uh, the liftback or fastback. The one with the trunk is just, I guess if you're concerned about, yeah, yeah, no, just have the fixed roof. Just have the one with the lift back. I get it's more glass or something like that. Yeah. Um, since the IS300 has a 2 Vivo, the weighs more than a 2ZZ. I uh, still don't know what you're talking about switching the engine into. They're completely two different types of engines, four banger versus an inline six. Um, unless that's a 2GZE something. I get that. I, I'm just out of the loop. I'm like Donnie and Big Lebowski here. I'm, I'm half aware of the conversation you're having. Yeah. Um, I mean, at least it seems... Hmm, eh. I was trying to think of like stuff we might have seen in Georgia that would have fit more of the parameters of the person... Who initially asked the question yeah but i realized like we were in a place in georgia where there was nothing around i mean we remember were... that lady praying in the parking lot of the food line yeah that so was, yeah that was very what what type of it was this like a jeep something or other it was and... it was like an old square body ford ranger i think and it was running yeah there were children inside of it it was rusty it was rusty it had a full metal bumper like sort of an aftermarket bumper with like diamond plate on it yeah but it was like an old car. It was, it was like a, like an '89 or something like that. And there was like I want to say there was a man in there too. But either way, like she was on the back bumper. Yeah, on knees, knees knees on the ground, exhaust hitting her in the feet. Yeah, it wasn't a lifted truck or anything. It was like just a regular old kind of farm like truck. She's got like dipshit tattoos on her, like roses on her ankles and stuff like that. She's wearing like a stringer top. And she's just praying. I, like, I can't rem I don't remember if she was steepling with her fingers or if her fingers were interlocked. I think they were interlocked I and she was like released. resting her head on, on her like thumbs and stuff. I, it was like, I wanted to take a picture. But that would have been, been such a carpetbagger to do that. Yeah. And like, I mean, look at this Southerner at like a low, low moment. Yeah, I mean, I just felt so awful for that woman in that moment once the initial, like, what the fuckery of it passed. Yeah. In the sense that, like, how hard do you got to be going through it in that moment to be in a food line parking lot with the car running and you're, like, on your knees. I like Back by the tailgate, something's falling apart. You have an eighth grade education trying to figure out 2020 issues. I, I just, I was just so lost in that, or I'm not lo lost, but like at a loss for, you know, like part of me wanted to like ask if there was anything I could do, but I also know that like, you know, not everyone, because I've been the person who asked, hey, is something wrong? And I've had people respond not too well to it before. Like, oh, who do you think you are? Blah, 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 blah. And you're, 
and I understand it. Like, don't get me wrong, because I know that we come from a point, especially me being like a dude, you know, maybe the other people who I approach think I just want something else from them. Yeah. And it's not necessarily the same thing, but I just thought, man, to be in that position and to be so desperate in that moment that you're just falling to your knees in the parking lot, that it's just, I cannot imagine, you know, what a person is going through. And then we walk in and there's like a, an 11 or 12 year old walking around barefoot. That it's was, just, yeah. It's uh, like that, that was the same night. I think they were, that was the first night. Yeah. Because the first night you said, Oh, this Dawsonville doesn't really feel like the South. And then a few moments later, fat child walks by in the food lion, no shoes on, pushing an empty full-size shopping cart, no parents around. Yeah. There it is. There it is. There it is. There it goes. Perfect. There it is. Um, Maxi Bliss says, I bought a 2008 uh, Accord 6MT off of your guys' videos. Thank you. I hope this is working out for you. Let me read the rest of this. Went all the way down to South Carolina from Indiana to pick her up. That was two years ago and 12,500 miles ago. I smile every day. Great. Wonderful. Fantastic car. Honda Accord 6MT. You know, one of the unsung heroes. I saw one of them on the drive back on the highway, and it was completely dirty wheels, limo tin, fart can. I'm like, nope. that's why stock ones are so much are so good. Because people realize how good they are. And like, it would be better if, I'm like, hold up. Yeah, that's a J series V6. It's as good as it's ever going to be. Your exhaust is helping it do dick. It's like, is this for the car or is this for, for you? you? Yeah. It's like, come on now. Are you hungry or are you just looking for mouth pleasure? Yeah. Oh, I had I said that last night because I yeah. thought about eating a fiber one bar as a candy bar last night, and I'm like, do you really want that or you just want mouth pleasure before you go to bed? Yeah. I just had a glass of milk. Same, yeah, I, I, I'm doing the glass of water trick of like, okay, am I really hungry? Eh, have a glass of water and then mull it over. Yeah. And I'm just kind of like, no, not really. Yeah, that's such a good movie. You drink an entire pint glass of water. Yeah. Okay, you still hungry? Or did you just want something in your mouth? Yeah. Is your belly actually, you know... Craving sustenance. You just had two bowls of food for dinner. Yeah. You had an entire dinner. You're still hungry. Are you? I had spaghetti with jackfruit meatballs. Like those Jack and Annie's like uh, meatless meatballs. It's fucking okay. fantastic. Yeah. Fucking fantastic. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, put it, you get a little oil in there. You just get put in your sauce. Sports. You, you know, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's such a great word. You know, I was fucking tipped up my goop after I uh, had the meatballs. You know, I put them in the sauce. You, you didn't even get to spin that sauce around for, for you let it simmer for like fifteen minutes. Then you add you, you you take the thing and you put it in the pasta and then you swirl that around and you know all of a sudden you got. We're ready to pull your fucking pants down and start eating monkey. <laughs> I mean, check it out, T. They got these fucking. They got these meatballs. They ain't got no meat in them. I mean, you know, I'm just <laughs> talking about what would, yeah. Mm. I think people on uh, Frederick Newton's chat are talking about Andrew Tate. Uh, so all he does is just say inflammatory things and sell like a subscription to 
what like a self-help university that's what it is and it's just a whole bunch of platitudes essentially but i can understand why some people would be into what he's selling in the sense that like i don't i don't get it but i get how it would be appealing because it's a thought process mostly that i guess in a world where you're told constantly to look at to take other people into consideration it's a thought process that essentially says no just worry about you and that's not but it's worry about you in a kind of toxic sort of way or at least from what i've gathered because the only thing that i ever see about andrew tate it mostly comes up on like TikTok or twitter or something you know you have to be terminally online to ever actually run in anything that the guy says despite the fact that all his stuff has been you know taken down like his profiles and accounts and everything Mm -hmm. it just feels like kind of a, a spinning sort of you know circuitry of just inflammatory ideas that are meant to be circulated yeah you know women don't ever actually want to see men vulnerable or you Mm -hmm. know taking personal anecdotes and extrapolating them to infer a more universal experience yeah it just seems kind of yeah just figured out like eminem in the 90s i'm just going to say stuff and Question, 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 profit. Yeah. Um, Boris, thank you again for the generous Thank you so much. Uh, Accord, uh, a Honda Accord 6MT versus Camry V6, is there a winner? Were they both front-wheel drive cars? The Accord Camry 6MT is a... Oh, there's a warning there on the uh, phone. Uh, this oh, might be the end of the podcast. This might be We're the end of the podcast. Like 20% so, battery here. Let's see. Low Accord- battery, 20% remaining. Uh, is the video frozen? Yes. Cell phone died. Is this it? This may be it. Does my phone smell? No, that's just my face. Is the video frozen? Yes. Cell phone died. Video's frozen, but we still have audio. So I guess let's quickly answer Boris's question. Yeah, okay. I would say, so the video went down when the phone gave me the warning that there's 20% battery All left. Right. Accord 6MT versus Camry V6. Is there a winner? Uh... I have not driven a Camry V6. I don't know if the six-speed Camry came in a V6. It might have. I know it came in the four because that's one I'd love to have as a giveaway car because I wholeheartedly believe in that car, even though I haven't driven it yet. I like the idea of a grandma car, an unassuming car that's quite fun to drive and nobody gets it. It's a diamond in the rough. But I have not had time with it where I did have time with the Honda Accord 6MT. That one I thought was fantastic. I'll put them back to back. I mean, Honda makes the better feeling manual transmissions. They always have. You have to do stuff to a Toyota gearbox to make it feel good. And I'm not really talking about uh, FRSs and 8.6s and stuff because that's really a Subaru gearbox, I think. think Or at least Subaru had something to do with it and they know know how to make a manual transmission. So I think we're going to call it. So with a half tank of battery, we make it almost an hour. Wow. I think we've been going for an hour. Yeah, about. Yeah, that's good. All right, that's a podcast. All right, that's a podcast. Thank you to everybody. Thank you for joining us for the cell phone podcast. Um, We will hopefully next week, we will be doing uh, stuff. Stuff. Uh, The piano is probably still going to be here. So probably there's going to be wires everywhere next week um, because we'll move off to that. And um, we'll have microphones over here. 
laptop over there. It's going to be a mess. <laughs> but uh, I'm not going back to those chairs. No. no the Poangs are better. Poangs. Poang yeah. superiority. So thank you to everybody who donates to our Patreon. You're allowing regular car reviews to exist as a larger channel than it really is. Thank you to everybody who uh, donated to Super Chats. We'll be spending your money very wisely. Thank you to everybody who watches on Monday. You're helping us have a job. And thank you to everybody who participates in our car giveaways. The uh, As soon as we know who wins the uh, Viper V10, or the, the Viper truck, uh, we'll announce it. And those giveaways are allowing us to travel internationally. Next stop, which... At the very worst, it will be 2024, will be RCR, RCR Australia. I'm looking for at least three weeks in Australia. That's going to rule. All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. And uh, have a good night. Bye. Have a good night. And now i got to walk to my phone over here to press the button to find out how you do the phone. If I press the square, you got